Hello, my love. Welcome to another episode of Blistopia podcast. I am your host, Mercedes Castellani, and I am so happy to have you back into the show this week. Today, we have a short food for thought kind of episode. But before we dive into this episode, I want to share with you a little update about my life. I currently have three spots open for my one-on-one life coaching program to start in November. I initially had five spots, two of those are gone. So if you want to start coaching in November and end the year in full force, just DM me at Merce Castellani and we can understand, we can chat and understand if it's a good fit for you. Having said that, we can dive into our beautiful episode for today. And the reason why I decided to talk about this topic and decided to frame it in a podcast episode, it's because I've had these feelings and these thoughts and this opinion in my mind and in my heart for a while. But because of the recent war between Israel and Palestine, this topic has now become much more of a priority, Um, not only in my mind, in in my heart, but also I think it's a topic that is going to become much more relevant for you right now, because we are navigating the waves of this issue right now. And what I want to share with you today is how to take care of your energy by being absolutely selective to the things that get your attention. Why is this related to the war in Israel and Palestine that we have at the moment? So what I will argue in this episode today is that we get to be absolutely careful, mindful of the things that we attract and we let and we allow into our lives. So I believe that in order to be happy, in order to be fulfilled, in order to have a beautiful, amazing life that supports your dreams, that supports you, we need to be very careful with the things that we allow into our space. It's as if we have this little invisible bubble around us with all of the things that get into our consciousness, with all of the things that have access to our hearts, our minds, our soul. So imagine that you are in the center of this bubble and all of the things that have access to you are around you on this bubble. So the news that will arrive and have access to your mind the people that you follow on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, the music that you listen to, the books that you read, the relationships that you allow, the sort of activities that you engage in, all of these things, all of this bubble around you has an impact, a very huge and important impact on your energy. Those things media, the accounts that you follow, the music, the relationships, the activities, everything is going to be either either contributing to your freedom, your happiness, your self-love, your development, 
or it's going to be detrimental. All of these things will either increase your frequency or reduce your frequency. So this is absolutely important and this is why I wanted to share this message with you today because as I said we get to be absolutely mindful and absolutely cautious with the things that we allow into our lives. Some of the things that we want to be mindful of are media, for example, the accounts that we follow, music, the relationships that we have in our lives, and the activities that we engage in. So let's talk about media first. And this is why First of all, I decided to talk about this. And second, this is why this is related to the conflict in Israel and Palestine. As you know, we are now living a horrible war in the world, in the Middle East. Um, We still have a war in Russia, Ukraine, that it's not over. It's still there. People are still dying. We have people dying and suffering in Israel and Palestine and around the world. So... What I'm going to argue here is that we can choose what gets access to us. With all of these posts and articles and videos, horrible videos in the internet, horrible things are around, you can decide whether you want these things to enter into your field or not. I have decided for myself that I do not want to be contaminated by media. So I do not have a TV at home. I do not watch the news. I don't listen to any podcast with news. I just don't consume any news. I trust that it's something, if something is important enough, the information will, will come to me. People will speak about it. I will just know. I spend quite a lot of time on social media, so usually if something is really, really important, people will be talking about it on talking about it on social media. But I have decided not to engage and not to allow all of this negativity into my life. When I wake up, I want to put myself in the best possible frequency to be a great coach, to be a great friend, to be a great lover to be a great dog mom, to be a great citizen. And I cannot be my best version in my highest frequency if I allow all of these things, ideas, messages, videos to come into my consciousness. I'm very empathetic. So when I see these things happening in the world, I just get very, very engaged with it and I suffer. Sometimes you can't do something, sometimes you can't do anything about it. So I have decided a couple of years ago that I would not have a TV in my house, that I would not watch or engage with any form of news. So my invitation here is, do you really need to watch the news to consume all of that? Maybe you can eliminate news altogether. Maybe you can choose to follow some media that portray more positive news about the world. 
Or if you want to stay informed, which I totally hear and understand, maybe you can try to reduce how much you consume the news. Maybe you can reduce it to two hours per week maximum. And that way you get to be informed, you get to know what's happening in the world, but without letting it be such an important part of your life that is really taking energy and emotions from you. So first of all, I would suggest that it's a good idea to decide how much media, how much, how many news you want to consume or not in your life. The other point where it is crucial to be very mindful of the type of information and the type of accounts that we let into our lives is social media. Each follow that you give to an account to a, to a person is a vote. And it's a decision. You are deciding to let this person, this energy, this account, this group, to enter into your mind every day whenever they want to. So if there are some accounts that are making you feel bad, unfollow. There is a lot of power on that unfollow button. If it's making you feel bad, if it's diminishing you, if it's making you smaller, if it makes you feel constrained, unfollow. If it uplifts you, it inspires you, it allows you to dream bigger, to do better things, to be better, then follow, engage, talk to them. But it is absolutely crucial that we understand that we are active on this process and we actively choose to follow or choose to unfollow the things that are not aligned with ourselves. And maybe you evolve over time. And maybe the accounts that you were following some time ago that were aligned with the version of you, a previous version of you, are not the same accounts that you're going to follow when you want to create this new life, this beautiful and new version of yourself. So make sure that the accounts that you follow, the information that you receive every day, are actually pushing you further down the line are actually allowing you to step into your higher self. The third point where we want to be absolutely mindful is music. I don't think we realize the power of letting certain music with certain lyrics, with certain sounds and frequencies get into our heads, our hearts. If you listen to a song that says, I'm lonely, how do you think you're going to feel that day? What kind of frequency are you going to have in your heart that day? Probably sadness, despair, hopelessness. But if you listen to lyrics that say, I'm a woman, I'm amazing, I can have it all, I will have it all. How do you think you're going to feel that day? Probably a little bit more optimistic, probably a little bit more expansive. So 
Really pay attention to the kind of music that you're listening to. Is it lifting you up or is it crushing you down? Does it reflect the person that you want to be? Or it keeps you stuck in a past version that is no longer in alignment with who you are and who you want to be. The fourth point, and this is so important, and this one can sometimes be a little bit more difficult to manage. And the fourth point is relationships. If you really become sincere with yourself and you analyze, are these relationships empowering me, supporting me, allowing me to grow? Or are these relationships all about complaining, judging, competing, just keeping each other stuck on a previous pattern, keeping each other stuck on habits that are not healthy? Are these friendships nourishing, uplifting? Is this partnership, this romantic love, are these colleagues empowering me, supporting me, or are they pushing me down? And as I said, this one is very tricky because it's much easier to, you know, delete your news app, to unfollow a couple of accounts or to mute them, to get rid of some music from your playlist. But when it comes to relationship, it is much more delicate, much more delicate. But with time, you can actually decide. Do I want to invest in certain relationships? So I will put more time, more effort, more consistency into the relationships that are empowering? Or do I want to let go of some relationships? Sometimes you can decide not to be so active in a certain relationship. Not to message that often. Not to see that person that often, but if you see them, it's fine. But you're just not engaging as you were before. And sometimes it's hard, but sometimes you have to cut really cut some people out of your life. If you have a toxic relationship, if you have a member of your family who's just not nice to you, if you have any sort of relationship, a co-worker who's horrible to you, who's competing with you, who's judging you, who's talking behind your back, sometimes you have to just cut off those people out of your life. And as I said, this point is probably the trickiest of the, f of the five, but it is so important because all of those relationships have such a big impact on you. 
And the way I like to sometimes evaluate relationships is tapping into my heart. After you see that person, how do you feel inside of your heart? Let's say you go and you grab coffee with a friend and sometimes you leave that coffee place and you feel so uplifted, you feel heard, you feel seen, you feel connected, you feel so good. That is absolutely positive indications that you want to invest more in that relationship because it makes you feel so good. But if you leave that coffee place and you feel like that was weird, I think she's probably judging me or I think this person doesn't really get me anymore. So if you have like those weird intuitive feelings you just know that something is off you can't really put words on what it is but you just know that something is off something is broken something has changed or this person hasn't changed but you have changed so now you need other set of people in your life so if you feel if you leave that coffee place and you feel bad or you feel like something is off Or it's just not the type of people that you want in your life anymore. Maybe you can decide to invest less time with that person, to message less, to see them less often, or even to cut them out completely if you have to and you want to. And then the fifth point is activities. Are the activities that you're doing in your daily life, uplifting you or crushing you down. For example, maybe you don't want to do sports per se, but you know that every time you do sports, you feel amazing afterwards. Then probably you should be doing more sports. You want to be doing more sports. But binge drinking on Netflix eating unhealthy food, things that might feel good while you do them, but you feel so guilty and bad afterwards that maybe you want to cut down on those or even eliminate them if you can. But again, you get to be mindful of your time and your energy. If you put your energy into certain activities that are good for you, uplifting, that allow you to explore your creativity, your power, your passion, those activities will have such a beautiful impact on your energy. If you're a creative person and you love to paint and you go and you paint, you're going to feel so much better during the class, after the class. So we want to be mindful again. How are we spending our time? How are we allocating our energy? So to summarize, we get to be absolutely picky with the things, the people, the activities that get access to us, that get access into our field, because they will have an impact on your energy. 
whether you're mindful of it or not, it does have an impact on your energy. So it's much better to be mindful and to build a life, design a life that supports you, that supports your journey, that supports your expansion. So if you want to take this a little bit further than just listening to a podcast, what I would suggest is that for the next two weeks, you do a sort of detox and you get to mindfully choose what you want and what you don't want in your life. Do you want to entertain and to consume media? Yes, no. Which kind? Which accounts do you want to follow on social media? Do you want to spend that much time on social media? Which kind of music are you listening to? Which kind of relationships are you investing your time and your energy and your heart into? What kind of activities are you engaging in? So for the next two weeks, I invite you to be super mindful of the things, the people, the activities that you allow into your space. I hope you found this episode insightful. If you love this episode, please share with a friend, with a family member, with another beautiful soul that needs to hear this message. If you listen on Spotify, make sure you give five stars and a follow. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, You can always rate with five stars and write a quick review. All of this really helps the podcast grow and reach more people. I will see you on the next episode. And in the meantime, in Blistopia we trust.